Daily Drive is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. I'm Jamie Butters, Chief Content Officer at Automotive News. Welcome to Daily Drive for Friday, the 3rd of September, 2021. Ram, quite simply, is on a roll. The brand, long known for big rig styling and Hemi engines, last week ranked first in J.D. Power's closely watched study of new vehicle quality. And in the second quarter, its pickups were the top-selling light vehicle in the U.S., ahead of not only Chevy's Silverado, but even Ford's F-Series line. Ram is already, arguably, the second most valuable brand at Stellantis, behind only Jeep, and the value of all the brands may rise when the company develops a captive lender, which it announced this week it plans to do. To catch us up on Ram's rocking year, I wanted to talk to Mike Koval, CEO of the Ram brand. I reached him at his office in Auburn Hills. Mike Koval, welcome to Daily Drive. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So Ram topped the industry in the J.D. Power initial quality study for the first time, following up on a number three finish last year. Very impressive. Congratulations. You cited the new Ram 2500 and 3500 for this year's improvement. What were the most important ways that this version improved your scores and was better received by consumers than its predecessor? Well, first and foremost, we are grateful and humbled uh, to have been awarded this designation. And I'll say that we believe these results reinforce our focus to build trucks that not only will our, our customers be proud to drive, but also recommend to others. And, and you're right, uh, for sure, the Ram Heavy Duty, which are the 25 and 3500 models, did in fact score the best, making Ram the number one truck brand in new vehicle quality among large heavy duty pickups. Now, within that, uh, product design was at the heart of this result. Uh, our Ram Heavy Duty pickups outscored the competition in features, controls, and displays, driving assistance infotainment, and vehicle exterior as well. But most importantly, I would say Ram HD driving assistance features, which are so important, such as adaptive cruise control, blind spot monitoring, lane keep assist, digital rear view mirror, and 360 degree surround view camera helped Ram win this award. Those are such uh, important features. You know, as a auto, automated driving keeps being farther in the distance, it's such a hard problem to solve. But if you have good lane keeping assist and good adaptive cruise, you know, you're 80% of the way there on, on the highway. I'm sure that was really highly valued. And of course, you did not have that on the previous uh, version at all. And not to be forgotten, while Ram overall is the number one brand in new vehicle quality, as you pointed out, Jamie, Ram Heavy Duty finished first within large heavy duty pickups, but not to be forgotten, the Ram 1500 was runner-up in the large light-duty pickup segment, only one point behind the winner of that particular segment. And then what I would tell you, we took the learnings of the all-new Ram 1500, which was designed to be uh, the no-compromise benchmark in luxury, technology, uh, dependability, and strength. And we took a lot of those cues and brought them into our heavy-duty pickup truck. So I think conventional buyers, those who would have considered our heavy-duty pickup trucks in the past, were very pleasantly surprised with the level of refinement, the technology. Of course, we brought that 
segment disrupting 12 inch Uconnect touchscreen into the vehicle uh, as well. So uh, we believe that these results, again, show a clear trend and improvement in RAM quality. And, and frankly, this is a this is a team win, and this is a tribute to the efforts of our workforce from initial product design to our engineering folks, and all the way to the clear discipline on the plant floor. So when these studies come out, you know, smart analyst journalists like me often observe that brands, you know, move up or down in inverse relation to the freshness of their lineup. Uh, but the gains at the traditional Chrysler brands have been really huge and sustained. You know, truly worst to first. Clearly, it's a higher priority than ever, but what's changed in practice as you go about product improvement? You were just talking about design. I mean, you guys have always had great design, but but how do you get it? Uh, what's, what's changed to really make it a, a quality-driven design process? Whether it's design or it's the rest, but yeah, please, I'm sorry, go on. Sure, sure, no, no. And to just reinforce your point, uh, th- this is not a fluke, but rather a, what I would say a meteoric rise in quality performance over the past two years. And a friendly reminder, you pointed out that RAM was third in in 2020. We were 21st in 2019. So RAM actually has risen 20 places since 2019. And what's really impressive is that while RAM's performance was best among 32 brands, it's worth noting that amongst those 32 brands, uh, numerous luxury vehicle brands were included. But RAM's progression over the last three years, I would say, is not transformational. It's it's what I would call an evolution of improvement. And what I mean by that is it is a philosophy. It's a way of thinking. Our processes are more robust than they ever have been because we've made it a priority. It's that commitment to customer satisfaction. And I will tell you, the, the good thing about these checkpoints from time to time is, of course, you receive feedback on the things you do well. But most importantly, you gain insight on areas where you still need to improve. And that is where RAM and Stellantis at large attack. We attack weakness. And it's that philosophy and commitment and mindset to continuous improvement. And the things that they told you to improve are the things that you changed with the new 2500. And what, what, what's, what specifically I, I can point to for sure is, and, and, and a big, I would say, a, a weighting factor in this year's study was, was infotainment and connectivity. And one of the things that RAM and, and, and more broadly Stellantis at large has become known for is the customer experience, the intuitiveness and the ease of use with respect to uh, these levels of technology. And I would tell you, when you climb into the cabin of the all-new Ram 1500 or our heavy-duty models, the first thing you notice is how comfortable and how quiet. That attention to detail, the segment-disrupting 12-inch touchscreen. You know, we have we have back seats that do front seat things. They're heated. They're <laughs> cool. They recline. We are at Ram. That is, again, going back to the designers and engineers, It is it is that level of focus and detail that has allowed us to bring uh, segment disrupting products like the Ram 1500 and heavy duty to market. But that's where we stand out is, is uh, with respect to that connectivity and the ease of use and the intuitiveness uh, that our de- designers and engineers have uh, ensured are part of our, our plan. So the quality study report caught a lot of attention, of course, uh, well-deserved. But what didn't get as much attention recently, I feel, is the uh, Ram pickups ranking as the top-selling light truck, therefore the top-selling light vehicle. 
in the second quarter in the U.S., beating not only the Silverado, but also Ford's F-Series pickup line. You've gone back and forth with Silverado in recent years. How do, how do you feel about the second half of 2021? Well, we, we feel very, very good. Uh, it has been, and what we have found, frankly, is the segments in which we participate have held up remarkably well over the last year, year and a half, uh, in particular, through the pandemic uh, and through this uh, global semiconductor uh, disruption. And, and I will tell you, um, I have to give a lot of credit to our purchasing teams, our supply chain folks. Uh, you know, of course, we're not immune to some disruption, but uh, we continue to work hard. And I would tell you the team is completely focused. And more importantly, we pride ourselves and are committed to speed of issue identification and speed of issue resolution. Despite all of these disruptions, we have still realized a sales increase of 31% through the first half of the year. And in fact, to your point, we had record retail sales for the brand and for our pickups as well. And uh, I would say that uh, barring any unforeseen developments in that regard, uh, feel very good about half to 2021. Ram production has been a high priority, although uh, the Sterling Heights assembly plant has had to, uh, to idle. What are the prospects for resuming there? And overall, have you been adjusting feature mix to keep the total number of trucks produced as high as possible? How do you, how do you try to cope with that? I, uh, to answer your first question, yes. I, I think that uh, what we're, the, the downtime that we're experiencing currently is short-lived. Uh, we plan to be back up next week. And, uh, and I think it's, uh, you know, again, circling back to the point, it's a testament to, to the speed. It's, it's really all about speed. And yes, for sure, we've, we've had to get creative, but I will tell you that uh, the decisions we make have the customer in mind. And I refuse and we will not let uh, a poor decision make its way through for the benefit of short-term game. It's all about the long-term game and making good decisions with the, uh, with the cards we're dealt. And, and yes, for sure, we're throwing curveballs all the time. But, uh, but it's keeping the customer in mind first and making the right decisions based upon that. We'll be back for more with Ram CEO Mike Koval after this. As online experiences exploded this past year, it was clear dealers needed an approach that kept them in business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, Top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion. So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online to in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question. And honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To other, it's sales and F&I. And they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach. And then you end up just focusing on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big-picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retailanywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retailanywhere. How about the incentive environment? In June, according to Motor Intelligence, uh, no one cut incentives more than RAM did. I think for the first half, RAM was one of the biggest uh, you know, cutters of incentives, biggest reductions. What is the point of incentives when supply is so low uh, and many models are, you know, priced above above sticker? 
Well, first and foremost, I think it's um, a testament to uh, the um, the inroads that Ram has made, both in the light duty as well as in the heavy duty pickup truck segments. I think that our customers appreciate and value uh, the products that we bring to market, and, and it's showing. We have the highest owner loyalty in both the light and heavy duty pickup truck segments. Our conquest to defection ratio is simply a measure of how many people are coming to the brand versus how many are leaving. Uh, are the highest they've ever been. And from my perspective, that's how you grow a brand. You take care of your own customers and you also bring new customers into the brand itself. But over time, uh, we have been able to aggressively lower our incentive spend and they're frankly at the lowest points they've ever been. And um, so it's our intent to, uh, uh, of course, and that's only a part of the total transaction price equation, but there's something to be said for maintaining low days of supply. And I have to give some credit to our dealer partners as well. They've done a fantastic job figuring out a way to turn the inventory they have at record turn rates. And they're selling now more off of the inbound transport trucks and things of this nature. But running at a low day supply certainly has its benefits. And uh, not having to rely on big incentives to move aged or bloated inventories helps everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we just saw August results, which I know you don't report uh, publicly each month, but uh, most of the top brands you know, saw declines in sales because they just can't get enough vehicles shipped to dealers. Can you tell me a little, how's your quarter going so far? No, our quarter is going well. And I think the, uh, I think the, the great equalizer in, in situations like this is, is market share, our share of the market, which will learn more about later this week for full month of August. But, um, and I, I think we are uh, performing very well in that regard. What we're seeing is some softening in the overall industry. Uh, the retail industry in August came in well below uh, projection. And, uh, and so uh, while the overall absolute volume may not have been where we would have liked, I think it's uh, ultimately our share of what business was out there that will be the uh, determinant of success for the month of August in particular. But no, the quarter starting off fine. I would tell you that our overall inventory levels are very competitive uh, with the segment average. Uh, sure, some days they're up, some days they're down, but we're in a very competitive position uh, on both light as well as heavy duty. And uh, and so again, uh, we're very optimistic about uh, about the rest of the year. So Mike, we've had some stories about dealers building these special Jeep showrooms, just, you know, fabulous, uh, you know, palaces with uh, that really help, uh, you know, push accessory sales and help people visualize what they could do uh, with their Jeep. Has, has there been any talk or designs of possible RAM only showrooms? We have, uh, we've looked at that certainly in the past and, and believe it or not, we do actually have uh, a select number of truck centers uh, that we've piloted uh, in various portions of, of the country. And I would tell you, uh, certainly uh, the Jeep brand as they begin to uh, launch their Wagoneer line, which is very much a premium upscale extension of the brand, uh, stands to reason it makes sense that they uh, are, want to create a, a uh, an upscale buying experience uh, for their customers. Uh, we, again, have looked at it as well. We do have some pilot programs running. Uh, and so I would say we're, we're you know, of course, I keep my eye on the marketplace. We're always looking at different ways to improve our customer experience, uh, but um, but I'm very pleased with our, our current setup. And uh, and frankly, we don't have a lot of cross shop between uh, the Jeep and Ram brands, so I'm 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 okay with uh, how things are going right now. But certainly, looking out always for opportunities to improve our customer experience. 
Yeah, customer experience is so important. And before I let you go, I just have to ask one more question about uh, some recent news steps that Stellantis is taking to develop a captive finance arm here in North America or here for the U.S. market. Uh, how excited are you and your dealers about the prospect of having a captive to work with? Yeah, no, I think this is an inflection point for the new company. I mean, this is going to, in fact, we were the only, until now, we were the only uh, major OEM in the uh, in, in the U.S. without a captive. And so I think this is a, an incredibly important development for our company and I think will allow us to uh, provide uh, an even better experience for our dealer partners as well as our, our customers. Uh, will allow us to focus more so on um, on maintaining and growing loyalty. So there are a number of advantages uh, to bringing on a, a captive finance arm, and uh, so I think this is a this is a, a really really strong move for the company. And I look forward uh, to uh, to growing with uh, with the new uh, the new company here in the future. Mike Koval, Ram Brand Chief Executive Officer. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Have a great day. Thank you. That's Daily Drive for the 3rd of September. For the latest news on the auto industry, type in autonews.com. And for a complete catalog of about 350 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. Thanks for listening.